Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, July 29th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the federal government has bought more than 5,000 flood-prone properties in Missouri over the last three decades. And local governments are responsible for making sure they don't become anything more than green space. That's the whole point, is to take uh, the property out of the floodplain so you don't have uh, continuing losses going forward. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen reports on what happens to flood-ravaged properties after they are bought by the Federal Emergency Management Agency. First, the news. The St. Louis Department of Health plans to give hepatitis A vaccinations to about 800 inmates at the city's two jails. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, inmates are particularly at risk of coming down with the virus. The hepatitis A virus causes acute liver infection. People usually catch it after ingesting fecal matter from those who are infected. People who are in close quarters, such as inmates, are among those who are most likely to catch the virus. The vaccine program is a response to a national hepatitis A outbreak. There have been 378 cases reported in Missouri since 2017. City Health Director Fred Eccles says the immunizations are a precaution. There haven't been any cases found at the City Justice Center or the Medium Security Institution, otherwise known as the Workhouse. This project for the correctional facilities is truly um, a preventative measure that we're trying to implement to protect, um, protect the population. He says the 800 vaccines will cover all eligible people at the two facilities. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The rates of HIV infection in Illinois are decreasing among adults, but are climbing among teens and young adults, especially among people of color. State Representative Lamont Robinson Jr. has sponsored legislation that would give people as young as 12 access to the HIV prevention drug called PrEP. The once-a-day pill can effectively prevent infection if taken properly. Unfortunately, within our youth in the black and brown communities, we're seeing an increase of HIV rates. This bill saves lives, essentially. It is a safety net for our kids. He says the measure would not require permission from a parent or guardian. For more than a month, drivers along Hampton Avenue may have noticed an eight-foot inflatable rat in front of the union office of the Carpenters Regional Council. As St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson reports, That's because another union says the carpenters are working with a contractor that does not pay fairly. Members of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 1 are unhappy the carpenters union is working with Reinhold Electric. IBEW Local 1 business manager Frank Jacobs says the carpenters hired both the electrical union and Reinhold Electric, then took IBEW off the project. But he says it goes back even further to 2008 when the Carpenters formed a union called Local 57 for electricians. The hypocrisy of them representing electricians that don't get the wage and benefit package that that is the area standard, I I think that's a pretty true definition of hypocrisy. A spokeswoman for the St. Louis, Kansas City Carpenters Regional Council says their union members are paid fairly. I'm Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, St. Louis Public Radio. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has bought more than 5,000 flood-prone properties in Missouri 
over the last 30 years. When FEMA buys a property, the local government becomes responsible for making sure no one builds on it again. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen visited some of the green spaces where people used to live. It's a muggy day in Valley Park, and my colleague Shayla Farzan and I are wandering around a trail next to the Merrimack River. We're trying to locate where a residential road called River Drive used to be. Shayla's got a list of River Drive addresses in one hand and her phone in the other as we look at shrubby areas next to the trail. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm just looking on Zillow, trying to figure out which houses used to be here. Um, because when I look at the map, it's like it's basically like River Drive is erased. Like River Drive does not exist anymore. Then 73-year-old Paul Fluschel pulls up on his bike. He tells us what the area looked like decades ago. Well, this was all cabins, you know, for so, like summer cabins or and people from St. Louis would come out here and they'd just spend a weekend or, you know, and swim. The houses that used to be on River Drive are among thousands of flood-prone properties that were bought by FEMA. The federal agency provides funding for local governments to own the properties. Under the terms of FEMA's purchase agreement, municipalities and counties have to maintain them as green spaces. Michael O'Connell is with the State Emergency Management Agency. He says prohibiting development on buyout land reduces flood risk for communities. That's the whole point is to take uh, the property out of the floodplain so you don't have uh, continuing losses going forward. The properties are also not eligible for flood insurance again. St. Charles County owns more than 1,000 buyout properties. St. Charles Senior Planner Ellie Marr says the county mows a lot of those parcels. Some became a park called Hideaway Harbor, and some are maintained by nearby residents. If there's a neighbor next door and they want to lease it, they can do that and, you know, grow a garden or keep a lawn there. Uh, but no building or anything like that can go on there. To monitor how those properties are being used, SEMA requests reports from counties and municipalities with flood buyout land every three years. Here's another SEMA spokesperson, Katie Eisterhold. We also ask that they list all of their properties of the area that they have, and then also provide a map of those areas. The state agency reports some of that information to the federal agency, but FEMA only requires reports for properties that were bought out since 2002. Ninety percent of the properties in Missouri were bought out before then, but all properties in the buyout program have deed restrictions that say people can't build anything on them. Since 2012, North Shore Marina owner Richard Luttrell has leased two properties from St. Charles County. FEMA bought them after the 1993 flood. These lots, all of which are approximately 110 feet wide, all had homes on them. There was probably four more homes over here on, on our right and then the same on the left. Luttrell says he'll let people camp and park their cars in those properties, but not for more than a few days. St. Charles County's lease agreement states that nearby landowners can't leave any trailers, boats, or other vehicles on those parcels for more than 48 hours. For each parcel, he pays about $20 every five years, but he says he's willing to pay several thousand dollars to own them. I might not ever do anything with it. It's just kind of, it, it values the property more. Mm -hmm. I go from 39 acres to 44 acres. Even if the land looks like it's just sitting there, it's still serving an important purpose. The next time a major flood comes along, no one will be living there. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited this report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. If you like this podcast, tell a friend. It would help us out a lot. 
I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.